Are you a Canadian feeling priced out of the market? Do you hear people talking about climbing the property ladder, but you worry you can't even get one foot on it? Today, we're going to share a strategy that will show you that you can, and we'll map out how easy it could be for you. So Tom, let's kick it off. Yeah, so today we're going to talk about house hacking, and it's become quite the hot topic and for a reason. So like Brandon mentioned, like the problem right now is first-time homebuyers are being pushed out of the market for several reasons. The biggest reason is because of housing prices just increasing like crazy. And the second reason is with that, it's becoming harder to qualify especially on your own as a borrower. So the solution to that is house hacking. And why don't we define what house hacking is? So first of all, there's different ways to go about doing it. But the most generalized way of doing it is you are an individual borrower, you go and you buy a home, and you have two units in it, it can be a basement suite, and you rent out the basement suite, and you use that rental income to qualify for the mortgage. And you also have that person helping you pay down that mortgage and helping you with the cash flow perspective. So that's the traditional route. But today we really want to talk about more of a unique approach. And one thing that we're doing is helping a lot of our clients do this. And we're seeing it more of a trend is instead of buying that property on your own, one solution you can do is you can go to a buddy, go to a family member or someone that you want to go in on and purchase that property with them. And both of you be on title. It helps from a qualification standpoint. And you can either have two units or you can just have a standard house and just have one bedroom each. So Brandon, if you want to add anything to that, that's pretty much the framework that we're going to be talking about here today. Exactly. And the reason that this is a beautiful strategy is so many people try to save up that nut of a down payment, but the appreciation and property values outpaces their saving potential. So their only opportunity to really get that first house is let's say when they get married or meet someone and they combine forces and buy that house together. So what you're doing now is you're essentially lowering that down payment threshold because you're partnering with another person and you're buying that house together. And this doesn't have to be a forever home. The idea here is to get on the property ladder. And I had a buddy do this. He bought with a colleague at work. They bought a place in Hamilton. They fixed it up a bit. And as life progressed, both of them got married. And the one guy just said, you know what, you can buy me out. Both of them made significant appreciation from it. But they also had a place to live for all that time that felt like their own. And they didn't have to lose money renting an expensive spot near them. Yeah. And he's in a better situation now because he's owned that property for at least, I think, three years. And now he's set and ready to go and purchase in the future with his new fiance. So had he not done that, he would just be further behind. But I mean, that's not to say that you got to experience FOMO right now and get in there. At the end of the day, it has to make sense for you from a budget perspective and timing wise. But these are the options you can do. And just a really quick reminder, I get this question all the time. And it's a huge misconception is that you don't have to have 20% down for a down payment. In fact, even if you have a property right now, you can go and purchase a new property for 5% down as long as you're living in that property. So in this situation, if you're buying with a buddy, it can be as low as 5% down, which is why the strategy works so, so well. For sure. So think about a place that you look at and let's say the purchase price is 500,000. You guys can get that with a combined $25,000. So that's 12,500 each. It can be your own funds. It can be gifted funds. Heck, it can even be on a line of credit as borrowed funds. So there's so many ways to get this money together. And then once you have the property, you can do things like force appreciation by putting in that secondary unit so that you have that personal space. There's so many different strategies you can apply, but you just want to get your first foot in that proverbial door and get things rolling that way. Yeah. So with that being said, like, what would be the first step for someone to take? 
Yeah, so first step would be find a friend. So share this video with them, reach out to a few people you might know and say, hey, is this something you'd be interested in? You want to find someone else who has similar money mindset and financial goals as you because you do want to commit to this to a bit of time to get that appreciation and get set up. Selling properties, land transfer tax, you know, paying realtor commissions, all those things add up. So you do want to stick to it for a little bit. So find someone who's on the same page as you. Once you find that person, next step, reach out to us or another broker you trust and get that pre-approval process started. If you have someone tell you it can't be done, it's because they're shitty at their job. So someone might say, oh, no, two friends can't buy a place together. It's like, no, you're an idiot and they can. Yeah, we're literally doing this for two people this week. So it can be done. And then the next step after that is once you're pre-approved and you're off to the races, shop for your home, make sure it's the right one. Pick a good realtor. If you need someone, you can reach out to us. We have some really good established realtor partners as well. Exactly. Once you find that property, we'll have done a budget for you or hopefully your other broker has done a budget for you. So you know down to the penny what that's going to cost. You and your friend divide that based on the equity. You might put more down. He might put less down, she might put less down, whoever it is, divide that up. And that's how you structure things with your lawyer. That's how you structure things month to month. And you have your foot on the property ladder. The beauty of this comes kind of the three years down the road when you look to say, I'm ready for my next place. You can now convert this to a rental property, add income to your profile that way, and just snowball the effect. So it really sets you off on a really strong footing. And we did another episode, if you go back, on the traditional house hacking strategy. So we touch on some of those points there. So it won't beat a dead horse there, but that's a good spot to look as well. For more tips, tricks, and strategies, hit the subscribe button below. If you're thinking about this, make sure you're putting your ladder on the right wall and climbing there. We're happy to walk you through it and share some more detail with you. Have an awesome day.